0: When we shop for allergen-free food, taste is critical, but safety always comes first. And sometimes you might wonder, how safe is the food we buy? What guarantees that the new product you're about to try for the first time is not lethal? <gasps> or what about those chips you've always eaten? Who's to say whether or not they might have been contaminated by the other flavors during production? It's been estimated that 71% of food allergic shoppers spend three to four minutes reading the label on each product we check out. That translates to about three hours of reading labels for purchasing 50 items. Given our level of carefulness, we should know what's going on in food production with regards to allergens. Today, I'll give you some insight I've discovered. Welcome everyone to Dairy-Free Dude. I am Logan Graham, and I am here to talk to you about how to thrive in a world where dairy products seem to be as common as dirt. The Food Allergy Research and Education Organization, FAIR, released a webinar called Managing Food Allergens from Production to Plate. In it, I learned several things about the food production industry and how they deal with allergens. In food production, one single mistake can be catastrophic for allergic consumers, and the food producers know that. Undeclared food allergens, that is, not listing an ingredient, make up the leading cause of food recalls, with mistakes such as omitting allergens on the label, using the wrong packaging, or using the wrong terminology. Some companies are actually working hard to include proactive steps that make it possible for them to share their products with the allergy community. Knowing the importance of information for the allergic consumer, the FDA and others have put regulations on the food industry, establishing protocols for lots of testing, cleaning, and double-checking in places for food production. For example, there is required ingredient segregation, as well as product-plant configuration with segregated plants, product lines, and even different colors of uniforms and utensils for the workers. So much so, companies have almost run out of colors to use. I wonder what color the dairy ingredient workers use. White? I don't know. There are also rigorous equipment cleaning and allergen validations. How are these regulations enforced, you ask? The FDA does periodic surveys and conducts plant inspections including a food allergy detection assay sample which checks simultaneously for 16 allergens it also monitors reports of allergic reactions from consumers in fact their website says they actually look at every complaint if there's an issue they may take regulatory action against the company including the possibility of removing the products from the market which should get a manufacturer's attention refuse imports, and sometimes even seizure of the product. So you can see that as an allergic consumer, you can actually play a part in ensuring safe products are on the market and be a hero in the allergy community by reporting any allergic reactions to the FDA. I've left you a link in the podcast description so you know who to contact and what information is required. When it comes to labeling, the main thing that's regulated is that food allergens must be declared on the label. May contain statements, on the other hand, have no such regulations. In addition, the only regulated statement on whether or not a product is allergen-free is gluten. That means that if a product says it's gluten-free, it has to be, or else, as I specified in the previous paragraph. There are currently no regulations for the other top allergens. That means that any products claiming to be free of any other allergens are not being held to any regulations in order to make that claim. This potentially means that that dairy-free product actually might not be safe. I know I've found packages with the bold dairy-free label on the front, only to read the back and see that there are definitely cross-contamination issues. So, buyer beware. You still need to do your diligence to research a product with an allergen-free label. In addition to the others, bulk foods have a few requirements, but not much. And have you shopped in the bulk food section of many stores? Some are not very careful in their placement of top allergens. We've seen at one local store that nut fragments can easily drop into a non-nut bulk product bin, potentially contaminating it. The same goes for dairy products and wheat-slash-gluten products. This could be a simple fix if, say, a bulk department manager were just savvy enough to mandate organization that would isolate top allergen bulk products and or keep them from placement that might cause cross-contamination, like, for example, always putting top bulk allergen products on the floor instead of suspending them over top of the other containers to prevent droppage. Generally, the advice you'll get if you approach someone working in this department is, don't buy bulk, we cannot guarantee safety. But as bulk products can really help the bottom line in an already strained allergy grocery budget, I think it would be good public relations to work with the allergy community for a practical solution for organization of the bulk department. I mean, don't stores want more shoppers? To successfully accomplish the food safety goals in regards to production and labeling, there is a lot of teamwork involved. One of the major players are the dietitians. There are two kinds, corporate and in-store, or virtual, since everything is online nowadays. The corporate dietitians handle the -the behind-the-scenes work, making sure up-to-date information is available for people to see, including information about allergens. The in-store slash virtual dietitians work directly with the customers, including many people with food allergies, to help alleviate the stress of shopping. They answer questions, bust myths, and help the shopper understand nutrition and health. Plus, they help make sense of diet prescriptions given by doctors. And they work not only with the food-allergic person, but with their families as well, ensuring that the food-allergic person won't have to have a separate meal from everyone else. How do you find them? Call your frequently used grocery stores and find out if they have someone on staff to assist you. In this day and age, much shopping is done online from your home. Unfortunately for people with food allergies, it's not as easy as physical shopping, which is difficult all on its own. Still, there are some shopping sites such as giantfood.com, a kind of giant online grocery store. They stock some good alternative foods such as Ripple and Silk milks and So Delicious ice cream. Additionally, Many stores are or have already implemented online shopping with pickup or delivery with a way to specify whether substitutions, which may not be allergy safe, can't be allowed. In summary, I'd say that the precautions taken by the food industry in regards to food allergies are very well thought out and trustworthy, but must always be ready to update or adjust, say with the addition of another top allergen, like the recently declared sesame. It never hurts to think for yourself and make sure the things you buy are safe. Additionally, reach out to local stores, specialty stores, and bulk department managers to see if they would be willing to brainstorm on better ways to protect the allergic community so they can get more shoppers. To do that is to do your part in food allergy safety. This is Logan Graham. The Dairy-Free Dude. Live on!